what if there was table of contents for like novels and it was like i don't know it said something like find out who dies page 60 oh kind of like a trailer but for books yeah that's kind of a good idea actually like if you did if you were like in a library or a bookstore and you just wanted a quick summary of what was going to happen but you didn't want to read the back part i guess yeah you would just read the back i don't know i don't know what i'm saying Welcome back to Tangent Land. I'm your host, Brendan Lorello, and I have with me today my special guest, Yash. Hey, I'm here. Back again. Thanks for coming on, Yash. Yeah, thanks for having me. So, how was the hike you did the other day? Uh, it was pretty good. Was it high? <laughs> uh, it was so high up, yeah. I was like so high at the top, elevation-wise. You know how you say something happened the other day? Yep. How long until you can't say the other day? Um... Good question. I think I think it has to be less than a week because then you would say last week. So, but if it was six days ago, you could still be the other day. But I don't know because if it was six days ago, it wouldn't really be the other day. Like that's pretty far away. And the other day can't be yesterday. So I think if we break it down, I think six or five days you would say this week. Four, three, or two you could say the other day, and then yesterday would be one day. Uh, yeah, I agree. Because you think about like I asked you, so you went hiking the other day. And that was two days ago. That was two days ago. I would say this weekend. I wouldn't even say the other day. Oh, so it has to be a weekday? It has to be a weekday, yeah. Oh, geez. So, so it has, to, has be... to be a weekday. Yep. But you only use the other day when you're not exactly sure which day it happened. Right. Or you just don't want to tell that person what day it was because you're not that close with them. Right. If you want to say the other day, this is some advice from me and Brendan. If you want to say the other day, it's only because you're purposely trying to be vague or you forgot the day. Right. Give yourself a little slack. If you forgot the day, you can just say the other day. Especially if someone said, oh, I'm getting married on Tuesday. Three days goes by and you forgot which day they got married. Mm, you could just be like, how was, that? how was the wedding the other day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would work out. Because then Save you're not yourself. like committing to a day or anything. Yep. Or like on the other side of it, if you knew exactly when the wedding was, but you're not that close with that person and you don't want to like seem embarrassed for knowing exactly when their wedding was, you could say the other day. If you're new here, this podcast is called Tangent Land. And the point of the podcast is go on tangents. And how do we do that? That's a great question. We pull up a random word generator, generate a random word, and then we use the word that pops up as point of inspiration. We think of what that word made us think of and go on tangents from there. You know, we talk about the same sorts of things all day, every day. It's nice to talk about different things like, uh, I can't think of anything. We should use the random word generator. Yep. Good idea. New word. Flip. Flip side. Catch you on the flip side. Catch one you on the, the flip one side. Of the, one of the like objectively coolest things you can say as like a goodbye to someone. Let's blow this taco stand that's up there. That's pretty close. Let's blow this popsicle stand. I think that's mm -hmm. maybe what you meant to say, but... Actually, yeah, I think that is what I meant to say. Taco taco stand sounds right, though. It was a popsicle stand, though. Like an ice cream truck? No, it's like a lemonade stand, but they only have popsicles. Like they froze the lemonade on sticks. Okay, but how many of those have you seen? None, but right. I've heard it many times. Same. Interesting. Why would you do that? Just make up a concept of like a business. And then blow it up. Right. And then make it a very common saying. Make it the second coolest way to say goodbye to someone. That makes no sense. I thought of flipping someone off. Oh, that's mean. 
I was hesitant to lot? bring it up. I was hesitant to bring it up. Your middle finger is right next to your ring finger. Mm-hmm. And the ring finger is symbol uh, is symbolic of, you know, loving someone because you put a ring on it. And then right next to that is this terrible other finger. Why do they put it right next to each other? That's a good point. They should put it on the end. So the it's pinky? furthest. Yeah, they should put it where the pinky is. So it's the furthest away from the finger that means love. And then you have your pointer finger, which is used for pointing at things. Mm-hmm. Which some people say that pointing at someone is rude. No, yeah, good point. See what or, I did there? Yeah, no, I. Good you point. had a good. You had a good. Actually, you had a good point. And then your thumb is can be used for. It's kind of a neutral. It's like thumbs up or thumbs down. You know what I've just thought of, like starting two seconds ago since you said that. Mm-hmm. So you give someone a middle finger if you're pissed off at them. You can also give someone a thumbs down. If you're really pissed off at someone, can you give them a down middle finger? What if, I mean, if you're an astronaut in the International Space Station and you're going to give someone the middle finger, but you're upside down because zero gravity, <laughs> mm-hmm. they're not going to wait till they're all the way turned around to give them the middle finger. They're going to do it immediately when they're upside down, and that's an upside down middle finger. So, Do you think any astronaut has ever given someone the middle finger in space? I think tensions get high up there. Yeah. I mean, not I li- I mean literally... Right, right, right. But you're in the space station for months with the same people. I'm sure that someone has gotten upset enough to give someone the middle finger. Right. I'd be so bored if I did that. I would just do it just to, like stir some stir stir the pot. You go zero gravity middle finger, everybody? <laughs> Not right away, but maybe on like month 4 if I'm really bored. Yeah, maybe. New word. Puzzle. What's your favorite amount of piece puzzle? Mm, probably around like 100. I don't know. I haven't done too many puzzles. I want something that's definitely challenging, but not challenging enough where I have to like leave it after one day and come back to it another day. I want to do it all in one second. Okay, you're probably going to need 100 then. 100? But really? the pieces are big, Josh. You're going to be done with that quickly. I mean, that's child's play. Is that too yeah, easy? Yeah, child's play. I mean, when I say one sitting, it could be maybe like six plus hours. I just mean I don't want to save it. You think one sitting is six plus hours? I mean, in this example, yeah. You're going to you're gonna sit down and make a puzzle for six hours. I mean, I'll get up to like get some food or like use the bathroom. Like one sitting doesn't mean you're just sitting there literally. Do you think they write that on puzzle boxes like they do on food, like one serving size and like one, a puzzle <laughs> is like two sittings? They should, honestly. That would be a lot more helpful than what they do now. And they could put, like, how many calories you're going to burn on it just by, like, getting up and finding pieces. <laughs> it's, like, always less than four. <laughs> three calories. It's three like, calories per so sitting. Little. It's like, dude, why'd you even put that there? <laughs> New word. To do. Like, to-do list? That's how you interpret it, yeah. I mean, can't you read it out to me? No, it's just the word that popped up is to dash do. Okay. You didn't say the hyphen at first, so that kind of threw me off. Well, you usually don't say the hyphen. You usually just say the word, even if it has the hyphen. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, okay. You got me. You got me. I mean, yeah, um, probably to-do list. Yeah. What's the most like mundane activity you put on a to-do list? Because I definitely get pretty mundane, but I, I don't put like wake up or like take a shower, obviously, you know? I don't do those like level one activities, like wake up, take a shower. Mm-hmm. 
I'll usually do like level two or three. Level two is like, go buy a vacuum. Wow. That's how often do you have to do that? Not often. I just oh, haven't okay. been. Do- That's I haven't- just an example of level two. A level three list item is like, get a new car. Oh my God. You skip. I thought you were going to say like, return an item. Oh, no. Buy a car is not level four. No, there's it stops at level three because you wouldn't put anything <laughs> okay. like anything that would be considered like a level four, or level five. You just wouldn't put on a to do list. Yeah, like I have to um, move across the country like you wouldn't. Can you imagine putting that mm-hmm. on a to to do list? <laughs> it's like move to California. <laughs> New word. Comment. Comment. When people say no comment, that is a comment. That is literally a comment, yeah. They're going out of their way to make a comment. Like, no comment would be, you don't say anything. Right, no comment is more of like an action. You just, you don't say no comment, you do no comment. You don't say no comment, you do no comment. Louder for the people in the back. Let's say Kathleen and I got in a little spat. What's that, like a fight? Yeah, I think. Now, I said it out loud and now I'm not sure. Yeah, I think. All right, let's let's roll with it. Let's roll with it. So, say we were arguing, mm-hmm. and I was, and I turned to you. You were in the room, and I said, "Yash, are you on my side or Kathleen's side?" And you said, "No comment." That's a comment, my friend. Be, it's commenting on it. That would be implying that I'm on Kathleen's side, exactly. Because I made some snarky comment towards you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's just a passive aggressive comment. It is. Yeah, might be the most passive aggressive comment you could comment. New word. Pole. Thought of a metal pole. Telephone pole was up there too. Literally. Train of thought. Literally up there. Yeah, it is up there for sure. So high up. Why are they so high up? <laughs> so that light can disperse. Yeah. It's like kind of how you season your food when you, while like putting the salt way up high. Oh, uh, yeah. It does act kind of the same way. Like you think about like a telephone pole as like a salt shaker just shaking the light down. Yeah, yeah. You know how people put, like, ads and stuff up on telephone poles? Yeah, like banners. Like, they staple on, like, Lost Dog or, like, Yard Sale. Mm Mm-hmm. Were you going somewhere with that? Yep. Oh, sorry. Well, I was, and then I lost it. Oh, you were waiting... I feel like you waited the appropriate amount of time for me to be like, what's going on? No, I did. I th- I lost it before you even said anything. Oh, okay. My bad, then. No, you, it wasn't even your fault. Yeah, I always do that. I always apologize when it's not even my fault. I feel like the top like two things that are put on telephone poles are lost pet and yard sale. Yeah, I, would, I can't even think of another thing. Like used used mower for sale, almost in the um, yard sale category, right? Like, yeah, it would be. Yeah, it would be. Uh, okay, let's let's reorganize our categories. First category is lost things. True, whether it yep. be lost my wallet, lost my pet, lost my mind, lost my identity, lost my identity. Second category of things on telephone. Lost my wits. Lost my wits. Oh, sorry. I just- you're going to make me lose my wits if... Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It just worked out as a joke. I know. <laughs> I know. 
the second category of things stapled onto telephone poles are things for sale. Yard sales, used lawnmower for sale, um, sale, boat for sale. Sailboat for sale, yep. Is there anything else that you would put up on a telephone pole? Maybe a help wanted sign for like a local business in the area. Nice. That's Maybe. it. Yep. That's the one right there. Help wanted. Something <clears throat> or something where you can like take a little piece out of the ad where they have like the bottom cut up into little strips and you take one strip. I don't know. I can't think of what those are for now. Like take my number. Like it's coupons? like a bi- it's like a tiny little business oh, card. Oh yeah, take your number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New word. Very exciting as always. We have an audience suggestion for a word. No and way. This, yes. And this tangent lander suggested the word the. The? T-H-E? The. Like then, but without the N. Okay. Um, I or don't like trust... thesaurus. Yep, I got you. The thesaurus. Is that how you remember how to spell it? No, it's how I remember how to say it. True. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have too much to talk about the other than the fact that I don't really trust people who say the instead. Mm. It makes me think of the end versus the end. Oh, I guess I do say the end. <laughs> oh, gotcha, Weird. Yash. Caught you um, in the middle. Caught you red-handed and left-handed. Yep. This is really humbling for me. I always say the end. I don't trust people who say the end. No, you can't. No, you, you can't go back now. <laughs> I can. I think the and the are um, situational. Wait, why do we have to say the end to end a story? Why doesn't the story just end and then? That's a good point. Like, obviously, it's done. If there's no more words left, it's the end. You don't need to say the end. You don't say the beginning in the beginning of a book. Or like page 50, you say the middle. Right. <laughs> I guess they do say like chapter one, chapter two. But yeah, yeah. It's so much more impactful to finish a story and there just be the last word and there's nothing else to read instead of just being like the end in like size 150. Yeah, it just takes up another page for no reason. It's just so they can say their book has more pages. Yeah, I think so. Maybe there was the longest book ever was written. And let's say back in the day, it was 800 pages. And someone else came along and they wrote a story that was also 800 pages, but they wanted to beat the record. Mm-hmm. So they put the end on a separate page, 801 pages. They're the world record now. Yep, that's definitely what happened. And then the next guy like took it even further and made like a dedication page or like a copyright page or something. I don't even know. But yeah, and, I totally see where this is going. And then someone else put a table of contents in. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, you don't need that. You're, you're going to find out. You don't need to look ahead. What if the table of, what if there was table of contents for like novels? And it was like, I don't know, it said something like, find out who dies, page 60. Oh, kind of like a trailer, but for books. Yeah. That's kind of a good idea, actually. Like, if you did, if you were, like, in a library or a bookstore and you just wanted a quick summary of what was going to happen, but you didn't want to read the back part, I guess, yeah, you would just read the back. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. New word. Eraser. I haven't used an eraser in years. Just don't mess up? No, I just don't write. If I were to write, I would use an eraser a lot. I'm not trying to say I'm like a perfect writer or anything. I just, I don't know. I just type everything or I use a pen. So you cross it out if it's wrong. Yep. I do a little scribble. Don't you miss like whiteboards and stuff? Like, Oh, that's the best type of eraser. Erasing something off a whiteboard. So satisfying. Mm -hmm. When the teacher would erase everything but leave a little mark. Why do we transition away from 
chalkboards. Like the whiteboard really replaced the chalkboard. Yeah, totally. And I think maybe part of it is because it's kind of cringy to like hear chalkboard noises, nails on a chalkboard. Sometimes I think about teeth on a chalkboard. I don't know if you ever thought about that, but that I've is never. wow. I hate I, I hate that I just said that. I don't even know how you do that. How do you put mm. your teeth on it though? I don't know. Oh, just imagine that for a second though, and then stop for a second because it's no. so gross. I can't stop. I'm still thinking of it. But how would you even get your teeth on the chalkboard? What do you like mean? Like this? Yeah, like that. This is terrible for our podcast listeners. But I think it's not really the sound that bothers me. It's more of just like thinking about the textures and how it would feel if it were my nails on that chalkboard. It's not really even the sound at all. But then I don't know. Because when I think about like, it's kind of a similar sensation. But like when people are using like a fork and they hit the bottom of their plate and it makes Ah. a little scraping sound, that is a bad sound. And it's not like I'm imagining I'm the fork. You know what I mean? You don't you don't have to say like if you're imagining yourself as a forecast, you can say it like, I'm just because you're on the podcast. No, I know. And even when, once we stop recording, I'll tell you that the same thing. I'm not I'm not imagining I'm a fork. It's just I think th- part of the reason we transitioned from chalk to whiteboard is also because of the dust. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. It was probably no, just causing allergies for people. I don't know, like al- like it was making people allergic or. Oh, maybe because chalk doesn't last as long as markers, erase markers, dry erase markers. Yep, that's true. No one wants to use like the end of a piece of chalk either. That sucks. Oh, yeah, because then you actually using the end piece of chalk, it might get so little that when you go to do it, it actually causes your fingernail to go on the chalkboard. Yep, yep. That's probably that how it nervous. started. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. Yeah, I'm very glad we made that transition. Thanks so much for coming back on the podcast, Yash. It's always um, blown out of this popsicle stand with you. Yeah, no, it's been a blast. Thank you for having me. I guess I'll, uh, I guess I'll see you on the flip side. I don't know. Is this forced? Am I like forcing bits in here for Um, podcast? I feel like I'm not really. I was also like about. I was going to say that at the very end and be like, "Oh, catch you guys on the flip side," like talking to Mm -hmm. our listeners. But Mm -hmm. you've kind of overused it. That's all right, though. Like, we just had the same idea. That's all. Yeah, I feel like I had that idea the other day. Okay, now it's now, now it's a little, yeah, a it's little, little forced, <laughs> but I respect I respect your attempt here. All right, you got the last one. So whatever, um, one, whatever bit you want to use. Okay, okay. I'm just trying to think of the bits. Thinking, thinking right now of the bits. Oh, you're a little puzzled right now? How do you remember these so well? And you can chalk that up for granted. I don't know the phrase, but I'm trying, yeah, to, I think, I'm trying to reference chalkboard. Gotcha. Yeah, I think we'll just end it there then. Mm-hmm.